Amen. Is everybody ready for a good word from the Lord today? Amen. All right. Well, I tell you what. How about y'all read that title with me on three? One, two, three. Who do you think you are? All right. Now, let's, I wrote on here. It's all about the tone because, you know, you can say, well, who do you think you are? Right? Well, who do you think you are? Or well, who, who do you think you are? It means a big difference. As we know, as parents getting text messages and, and friends getting text messages, what do you mean my haircut's nice? Is that funny? Yeah, your haircut's nice. You know? So it's a lot about our tone, right? Well, you know, we're going to cover every aspect of this thing today. But I, I, I tell you, as uh, the week was unfolding, uh, you ever get somebody ever ask you that? Who do you think you are? Huh? <laughs> Who do you think you are? That's, never, that's probably happened to, to all of us at one time or another. But I think what's happened a lot of times, people are really suffering from a mistaken identity, a case of mistaken identity. Because I really think it's amazing when we look around, we got so many influences in our life. Amen? Think about it, man. You know, hairstyles. I'm still holding on to mine from the 70s or whatever it was back then. I don't even know. Uh, clothes, different things. Music, you know? Man, when, when I was coming up, music, man, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to music now, and it's... And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Where's the lead break? It will put a good guitar player out of work, man. I'm ready for the guitar smoking. All, you know, all these things, things change a little bit, right? It, a lot of things change. Just look at my waist size. It's changing all the time. We got beliefs a lot of times influenced by different things and, and friends and all that. Now, how many know, moms and dads, that you can tell when your child hangs around with somebody new at times? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, where did you get that from? You know, you didn't learn that at home. How, how many husbands and wives can tell when your spouse hangs with somebody else sometimes, right? Because I know if I'm hanging out with someone else and I say, hey, you know, such and such wife cook all the time. This is like, who do you think you are? <laughs> who do you think you are, right? That wasn't written down. Probably shouldn't have went with that. But anyway, Jesse's driving now, and that's good because I probably had to get a ride home after that one. So anyway, what about that? Think about how much TV has changed. Watching TV, man. Yeah, oh, man, that, that could be a sermon in its own, own self there. I mean, I remember, man, we had a paper route in our neighborhood. Everybody in the neighborhood took turns on this paper route, man. It was the, the neighborhood paper. And you had to be home by 430 because Gilligan Island was on, right? All right, who was better looking, Ginger or Marianne? That boy's smart. Look, Jeff been praying for wisdom. He said, Bennett. <laughs> Anytime I would say, well, what do you think? But, you know, we'd get on home and watch that, man, and everything was just good, clean fun. But, you know, I can even tell with my 87-year-old mother, right, what she's been watching on TV. I get over there. Mama say something. I say, are you watching Maury again? Are you watching Maury Povich? Oh, I tell you. And then she gets Judge Judy on there. She said, I think they're all guilty. <laughs> Ruthie will throw you in the, in the slammer, boy, if she was up there. Reverend Ruthie, boom, presiding. You know, and it's funny. I was like, Mom, what, what are you doing? But a lot of times we, we got to be so careful about our eyes, man, what we see, what our ears, what we hear, and, and the company we keep. So we, we need to be really careful about those things. We deal with a lot of different things in our surrounding, don't we? But I'll tell you what, how much more is it important to be dealing with what God has in our life, amen? And, and I tell you, this really comes out at about 18 years of ministry. I see this more and more and more. If there's one thing I talk about with people, it's probably this year. How they feel like they don't measure up. Anybody ever felt like that? I'll raise both my hands. Well, I can only get this with this high and a foot. Yeah. You know, we just feel like, man, I just don't measure up. And, and sometimes we'll just uh, beat ourselves down, right? Come on now. Nobody can beat you up worse than yourself. 
I hope today we remove that hammer from your hand today. I hope you encouraged with that. And I said, here's the truth. The devil will whisper in your ear and lie to you all day long, won't he? Oh, you're no good. Oh, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have said that. Well, my goodness, blah, 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 blah. And it just keeps looping and looping. So today, if we want to know what our identity really is, we need to stay close to the word of the Lord. Amen. We need to be saying what God says about us. So that's what I'm hoping today that we can look at this. I wrote this down. I said, let me tell you this. I said, every time you believe something that's contrary to the word of the Lord, you just bought the lie. You know what I'm saying? Every time you believe something different than what God says about you as a child of God, you just bought the lie. How many people bought I stood in line to buy the lie. Yeah, that must be. My goodness, man. I tell you, shovel lip and everything else. But I tell you, it's good to know who you are in Christ. Amen. Because when crisis come, you better know who you are in Christ, right? And I hope we can pull some of those things out today. So let's take a look at, at our verse here. If you got your Bibles, Tim, there we go. <laughs> oh, look at this. We're going to be in Romans chapter 8. We've got most of the scriptures up here today. But Romans uh, chapter 8, 37. It says, knowing all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Who loved us? Jesus. How much he loved you? About this much right here? About that much right there? That's more than enough, isn't it? I love it. And, and I tell you, man, so many times we just die. Uh, we just come around. We just think we're just selling ourselves short. We really do. And, it's, and, it's, and I love to talk to people and try to pull the gold out of them. You know? Hey, man, you can do it. What I always say, everybody needs a what? A cheerleader. If I said that once, I said it a hundred times. Everybody needs a cheerleader, man. You don't need to go up there and go, well, them, them flowers are real nice, but I want to put the yellow one there. I'll put it down here. You know? Something like that. You, why does it hurt to encourage somebody? Well, I tell you, sometimes I think people are afraid to encourage others because they feel inferior themselves. Amen. Because they don't know who they are. They don't know who they are in Christ. Now, I'm not talking about being a bragger and everything. Well, look at me. Look at that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being comfortable about who you are in Christ. It makes all the difference. And I said, man, today, I, I just hope we get a clearer picture and a deeper understanding of our identity. I said, you know, today I hope we can remove that question mark and put an exclamation point in there. Who are you? Man, I'm a child of God. Let me tell you what God's done for me. So with that being said, everybody say amen. We'll jump in, all right? Amen. Well, a lot of times uh, you hear about this. Oh, just plain Jane, regular Joe. You ever heard of that, man? Just plain Jane. And, and so if I was to ask you, you know, you know, to describe yourself or something, maybe what, what would you say? Ah, oh, just average guy, average girl. And see, a lot of it comes from your background, right? Now, I hope he's going to like this one. He doesn't even know I was going to go down this path today, but we were talking about it. I said, you know, plain Jane, regular Joe, for, for, you know, just think that's normal stuff. What's normal in Bacosa is not exactly the same in Buckrow and Fox Hill, but it's kind of close, right? See, if you grew up here, you will know what a bateau means, right? <laughs> Y'all look back to other services and you'll find out what I mean. Or you will know what a set of tongs are, right? Y'all know what that is, right? Yeah. Well, not exactly for me. See, when I first started dating Denise, I went over there and I'm meeting her mom and dad. And they got this big rake out in the backyard. I'm thinking, man, her daddy must be tough, boy. He, he going to rake the grass with that thing? I didn't know. I mean, I really didn't. Have, see, see, they know. And they're going, he's just stupid. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Man, clams and stuff for me was $3.50 at Smitty's. You know, I didn't know where they come from. I figured they just pull them out off a tree or something. I don't know nothing about that stuff. They turn around, and I'm looking. I'm thinking, and the whole time I'm thinking, I said, man, you know, he might be tough, but he might not be too smart because they make a whole lot better rakes than that there, Mr. Holloway, is what I'm thinking. But I don't realize 
It's for something totally different, right? It's crazy, though. Yeah, my kid's going, Dad, I wish you didn't tell everybody that, right? But you, you think about that. It, I said, man, that sure is a big rake. And, and Denise said, well, it was a, it's a tone thing. It's for raking clams. <laughs> raking clams? You got clams in your backyard? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm out there, man. Now, you know, if it had strings on it or something, I'd say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I can play that. You know, I didn't know anything about all that stuff. But you know what? <laughs> she had mercy on me and still married me. Isn't that something? But on the same thing in my defense, I take Denise out of Pocosin to go to my homeland in Fox Hill, right? Buckrow. And we go by a school. And she says, uh, what do they got all them city buses over there for? That's a pin train bus at that school. I said, it's a school bus. She said, oh, we ain't staying here. <laughs> she said, they don't have a little orange bus around around? I said, no. I said, they got to have bus tickets. They got to have that. And sometimes they got to switch things. She says, oh, no. I knew, I knew that our time in Fox Hill was going to be very short, man. Thomas got ready for school. She's like, we moving. <laughs> we moving. Right? I was like, wow. And then I got over here, and I, and I found that we sold our house. And I said, well, okay, we got a little bit of money. And then I went looking around. I said, well, this is how much money we got. And we're looking, and I go, that ain't buying much over here. That ain't buying much at all over here, you know. It's a big difference. Things change, you know. So I'm thinking, wow, what is, what is going on with all this? And a lot of it is our background. And some of that's great. It's who we are and things like that. But like I said, when we buy the lie that you know what, you're no good. You can never be nothing. Man, I'd hate to think that, that, that somebody would ever tell me that, you know. I didn't re- grow up in a situation like that, but many people have, you know. My folks are always telling me what you could do. Man, you could do a lot of things. Why do you have to cut that grass? <laughs> Dump the trash, wash the car. You can do these things. But, you know, a lot of times people say, well, you, you know what, you, you just don't measure up. And we carry that into our relationship with the Lord. But let me tell you, that's the farthest thing from it. He said, you're more than conquerors. You're more than enough. I love you so much that I gave my life for you. But let's talk a little bit more about playing Jane and regular Joe, all right? So a lot of times people say, well, that ain't nothing fancy. Ain't nothing fancy. And I thought about that. And I said, do you realize how unique you are? How amazing you are? All different, well, I'm looking through here, and just a little bit I know about different folks and all that, the different gifts they got, man, I can go on and on and on and on, all types of stuff. Scott doing the boat stuff, and putting up with Scott doing the boat stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's amazing right there, right? <laughs> she said, amen, right? <laughs> Chucky and the drums and the driving, Tanya doing all those amazing things behind KTP, all that, it just keeps going. If I didn't point you out, do we ain't got that much time. My wife putting up with me. I had to pull that back in there. I had to be smart, right? But, you know, it's, it's all types of stuff. But you think, well, nothing fancy. I'm not, just nothing fancy. I, you know, I'm just me. Man, don't sell yourself short. Aren't you glad that you know that, that we look back through the Bible, and I'm probably jumping ahead of myself here. But what happens if Joseph felt like that? You know, that ain't nothing fancy. I'm just one of how many boys. I don't even know how many he got anymore, you know, uh, brothers and sisters. But I know that he was one of the favorites, right? You ever think about being the favorite? You're God's favorite. You're just not the only one, right? How about that? What about Esther in the Bible? What about Ruth in the Bible? What about Peter? Man, could he mess it up or what? You know, who do you say I am? You're the Christ. <laughs> right. Ding, 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 ding. Let's cut his ear off when they come for you. <laughs> he just blow up day after day after day. But God restored him time after time after time. So you know what? If we walk that out, just realize that God's got the same love for you. Amen. Take a look at this. I said your words frame your world. You believe that? 
Oh, man, you tell somebody something over and over and over. It's not long before they believe it, especially if it's a negative. Man, it's just a shame that, that so much of that happens in our life over and over and over. I said, man, that's something else, you know, and, and, and we start getting shaped by what people say to us. Uh, you guys know I love my grandma, right? Man, I was I was number one son. I was the baby. And I think about things and I know my grandma loved me, right? And, and some of the stuff I was writing this down, I start laughing. I drive two and a half hours to go see my grandma. Open the door, put her arms around me, say, oh, buddy, Lee, it's so good to see you. And she said, when are you going to get a man's haircut? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, all, you know, stuff like that. You know, and I'm thinking, my goodness. And then she really almost took me out on this last thing. When Denise met my grandma, my grandma was on her deathbed, right? And I said, Mom, I, you know, Grandma, I'm, I'm, I'm going to marry this woman right here. And my grandma, with all the strength she has, she's laying there. And she looks at Denise, and she says, he always gets the pretty ones. And Denise said, what do you mean by that? I said, no, baby. So she said, you all go home and have some fun. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, thanks, Grams. Almost took me out. You know, what, what does she mean by that? It was a compliment. But, you know, we don't realize it. And as we get older, we just say stuff, right? Man. Because my mom at 87, she'll say whatever she wants, right? She's earned that privilege, boy. And she's at the table. And my grandma, this was, and I'm getting a little sidetracked, but I just want to make you laugh and get your guard down so I can hit you with the word. My grandma, if, if she got something, and, and she got a big old fish sandwich or something, and she just she would just burp when she wanted to. But you know what she would do? She would just say, certainly. <laughs> I said, certainly? Why did you always say certainly? She said, because somebody's going to say, excuse me, and I'm going to say certainly. <laughs> She grounded was fast, boy. She didn't care. She was 80-something years old, boy. She get that man, she loving chicken wings from Smitty's and a fish burger and all that stuff. Good to go. But, you know, she had got to a point in her life, she didn't really worry about all the stuff. She didn't really worry about what the neighbors thought. She didn't really care what the neighbors thought, you know? And today, I hope that we could take a piece of that and not worry about everybody else, but just look at what God says about us and enjoy that. Amen? So we're going to keep on rolling, but our words frame our world. I said, it's a powerful thing. Now, I, want to, I thought about this. I said, all right, y'all close your eyes for me work with me. I'm going to give you 10 seconds, right? Listen to my question. I'll give you 10 seconds to answer this question. Just think about it in your heart. I bet you it won't take more than 10 seconds to think about something that somebody said in your life that hurt you real bad. When you think of that, just raise your hand. I ain't going to ask you to say what it is. Ooh, that was fast, 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 fast. It doesn't take long to pull that up. It might have been 30 years ago. You go, I can't believe they said that. I can't believe they said that. All right? Now let's change it around a little bit. Let's change it around. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Remember the last time somebody said something good about you. It's slower coming up on the good sometimes. They got them done. You should have had yours up first, Denise. <laughs> I said, you're beautiful. She goes, yeah, but this don't fit. This don't work like that. I said, I said man, baby, you just, you're just beautiful. Yeah, but my hair is sticking up. And, oh, got to receive those things, right? It's going to be a real old ride home today, boy. See, see, if y'all laugh, y'all take the sting out a little bit, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. They always say you got to laugh at yourself first, man, you know? But I, I tell you, you know, but what I was getting at is it's real easy it doesn't take long to pull that scab off, does it? It doesn't take long to pull that scab. I can't believe they said that. I remember when. Man, that thing called forgiveness will go a long way in your life. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Let's take a look at this, more of our words. Got some scripture for you here. Tim, this thing does not want to play nice today. 
This is Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You ever, do you ever think about why sometimes people, you know, they say something that's just real sharp right there, and you go, oh, man, there's got to be a different way to say that. But when we talked about the tone, you know, that means everything. You can say a lot of stuff and, and, and get away with it if you've got the right tone to it. But a lot of times we're speaking death instead of life. Oh, it ain't never going to work out. I ain't never going to get better. I never got a raise. I can't never finish this. I can't believe this. I can't believe that. Well, why don't you just believe what God said? He's got something good for you. All good gifts come from you. Let me tell you, I, I mention this every time we get to go. We usually go a couple times a year. Me and Miss Tanya had the privilege of going to lead worship at Hampton Christian. I love it, man. And I tell you, it's such a blessing to see people, young folks, getting the word of God and understanding who they are in Christ. Let me tell you, that's amazing. Now, you know I could play some loud guitar, man. I bang on that thing for all I got. Those kids are so loud singing. They're overpowering the PA. I love it. And they're just worshiping and praising the Lord. And I thought, man, Lord, I believe that they believe that they are who you say they are. Isn't that great? I'm not saying they don't have any problems. I'm not saying that they, they don't, you know, get get upset. I know they're still praying all the time because they got tests in school, right? But, you know, to take that and purpose that in your life, in your day, that I'm going to praise the Lord regardless of what's going on. Man, doesn't that make a difference? Let's take a look at this. What else does the word say? Ephesians 4, 29 says, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. In your workplace, do you build up or tear down? You probably say, what day? <laughs> Monday, you might be tearing down. Friday, you just try to build a bridge just so you can just say, let's just get out of here, right? But think about that. How often are we speaking words of encouragement? Because I tell you what, we're so reaping and sowing. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Have you ever been around somebody that's just a negative Ned? Don't point at me. You know, and, 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 you know, you said, man, I used to have all my friends want to hang out with me and everything else. But now they don't even want to come around. Guess why? Because you can't find one good thing to say. Just one good thing. Right. And, and we can do that. But it's good to have somebody come along the side and nudge you and say, hey, uh, well, let's pick some of the positive. But are you willing to receive the positive? See, that's the thing. We've got a choice. Are you willing to receive that? And I think right there is just pretty straightforward. I said, look at the circle of impact you have at work. I got a guy I work with that I've been working for a long time. And it amazes him. And I do pretty good most of the time. I'm not going to tell you, oh, I never do this, never do that. You know, that ain't, that ain't my deal. But he's amazed that I've worked with him all these years and he's never heard me cuss. He goes, well, if you can do it, I can do it. I said, well, you better pray because I know I had to. Man, but I knew this. I kept saying, Lord, I don't, how can I praise you with this going on? Help me in these areas. And guess what? These areas don't just click overnight. This old body boy wants to de default to the, the negative, to the natural, right? But I tell you what, people are listening. People are watching. People remember things that you don't think they will, right, Hopi? Right? And I say that to him because you know what? Almost every week he tells me something about a sermon Three months ago, I go, he goes, you don't think I listened to you? I said, no, I know you're listening. I said, man, I didn't even know I said that. He said, yeah, you did. <laughs> I, said, I said, man, he's listening, man. That's good. 
And I think that's pretty amazing, you know, that all the things we got going on in our life. What would our life really look like if we listened to what God said about us? That's where I'm going with this thing, man. Let me tell you, you're not playing Jane and you're not a regular Joe. You're amazing. Let's take a look at this. Why is it so important to listen? Right? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. What are we listening to? I said, man, when we listen to God, he's building us up. But you know what? When we listen to things of the world, that'll tear us down. Who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? How many times your kid come home, they've been wounded, upset, everything like that, because little Johnny said something or whatever like that? Guess what? What about at your work? Somebody says something hurt your feelings. Guess what? When you went home, they're not even thinking about you. They're not even thinking about you. You know? So what's the big deal? You know what? You want to fix it? Well, just pray for them. God will take care of that. Just pray for them. Say, Lord, you know, give me strength in this area. But does it hurt? Yeah, it does. Man, words are really powerful. And that's what I want you to get out of that. But as we renew our mind with God's word, guess what's going to come out? God's word. Amen. Just like we said, we're influenced by so many things and, and so many, uh, you know, gosh, everything comes so fast, you know, through the, through the iPhones and the iPads and all these things, man. There's really, you know, sometimes I look at that and, and going back to my friend that I work with, he's an older gentleman. He goes, your face is always in the phone. I said, I got a lot of friends. What he doesn't realize, a lot of times searching, Lord, I'm reading your word. Man, what's going on? I may be calling somebody back or whatever. But I, I heard what he said. And I, and I watch, I go, you know, I do, I do have my face in that phone a lot. You know? And what we're doing at work, I can't always take my phone anymore. And I can tell you the first, first couple of weeks when we were into this secure mode, I'm like, yeah. Where's my phone, man? Where's my phone? Denise might want to call me and tell me how much she loves me. I'm trying to pull myself out. I'm trying to pull myself out. I'm going down here. But you know what? I'm sitting there thinking, man, I didn't realize I was leaning on that phone so much. Right? And different things like that. So I said, you know, there's sometimes people say stuff that they don't mean to hurt you or anything like that. But maybe they're seeing things that you don't. So I'm not saying don't entertain it. Just don't let it drive you bus. Amen. You can learn from that. So who are you listening to? I pray that we're listening to the Lord. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? Amen. Amen. Lies of life. You got a choice, don't you? I said, man, one moves you forward and the other one holds you back. Which one are you going to believe? I'm going to run through this pretty fast. Lies try to devour your faith, man. As soon as we buy the lie or entertain it, we start to question. Man, we start questioning God. We start questioning ourselves. And it's happened ever since the, the garden, right? Did God really say that? You know, throwing that in there. And it comes back to so many times that we, we start feeling insecure, inferior. That's why this message is so important. Because in Christ, you have everything you need. You're everything he says you are. And once we settle that, things are going to change. Over and over and over. That's the oldest trick in the book. The enemy will whisper to you over. How many, how many times does this happen? Well, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't say this, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do this, and you take a step. Well, that little leg gonna hurt. Well, you know you shouldn't do that and everything else. Oh man, well, what everybody else is doing it, so I'll just do this. And next thing you know, you jump over. Boom. And as soon as you jump over, the enemy goes, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Huh? He just baits you along, man, just baits you along. And God says, Come on back home, come on. I clean you up. I love you. Bring it on. But I want you to know that God's forgiveness is amazing. Amen. Take a look at this. 
Faith breeds life, doesn't it? I, I look over here. I said it really works in reverse of what the world works. It builds you up and allow will tear you down. It makes you an overcomer. It promotes joy, peace, and compassion. We sang about it this morning. That's life. We want life in abundance. Christ said, I've, I've come to give you life in abundance. You said, man, my life don't feel very abundant right now. The rent's due. I got a bad doctor's report. This is hurting. I didn't sleep good last night. You can find all these other things, but I'll tell you what. For everything, this week I'm going to challenge you. Be preaching to me first. Every time you got one thing that you feel that's, that's a little negative, don't move on to the next negative thing or any other thing until you find something positive. Man, my arm hurts, but, but guess what? My knees are doing good. Man, rent's due. Whew, good thing I got paid. You know what I mean? You see what happens like that? Try that this week, and you watch how things have changed. You watch it. So your family might say, man, what happened to Dad? What's going on? What's going on with Mom? Cancel that thing out with something good. Oh, man, people looking at the spouse are going to say, I told you. Right? <laughs> but the faith breeds life, man. And God came to give us life in abundance. And it's all in what you focus on. It's all in what we choose to choose. Pick the positive. Let's see what else. And I jumped ahead of myself a little bit. Forgiveness is the key. Man, we can preach on that every week, all the time. I said, this thing is critical. Forgiveness, friends. I said, we need forgiveness with ourselves. We need forgiveness with our friends. We need forgiveness with our coworkers. You ready for this one? Everybody hear this. We need forgiveness in our families. I said, I didn't think y'all heard that. We need forgiveness with and in our families, right? Because I'm going to tell you what. It's a long road when you got a, a, a sore spot with Uncle Joe. Or Sally Sue, or mom or dad, or brother and sister, or whatever. And I, and, and I have lived long enough to know that every family is not the Brady Bunch. Everything, you know, leave it to Beaver. But I'm going to tell you what, every family God has put together. No matter how disjointed, no matter what's going on, it didn't take God by surprise. But if we put him in the center of what's going on, he's going to bring the unity. He's going to bring the peace. He's going to bring the power. He's going to bring that forgiveness. And I'm going to tell you what. I don't know. I, I try to lose weight from time to time, but I do know this. The lightest thing that you could do, the best thing you could do to free up some, some weight on your shoulders is forgive people and forgive yourself. There's a receiving part of that, too. I pray that we receive that forgiveness. I always like to couple this when I say this. When we forgive somebody that's wronged us, does not mean that we agree with the offense. It means that we're going to agree not to be shackled to that any longer. Not going to be shackled to that any longer. Over and over, man. Can you think about that if you were just worried about what somebody said in the second grade now? I can't believe that. Can you believe that? They told me I had uh, crooked teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, sometimes I tease you, you know, whatever the thing is. Oh, they say I couldn't read good. No, no maybe so. Oh, they said I would never be nothing. All right, well, that's all right. Whose scale are you looking at? Whose scale are you looking at? It's pretty amazing when you look at stuff. And, and, and you know, so many times, you know, people say, well, well, I don't know. Do you like this? Do you like, if I like this, it really doesn't matter if somebody likes it or not, right? You know, it's nice if you do, but I like that. You know, I like, I like, I like this. I like that. I don't have to have, you know, oh, Chuck, you like green. Well, I really do like blue, but I guess I better like green. That's what makes us amazing. What's that, Chuck? <laughs> like I said, bring on that forgiveness. 
But you know, that's, that's the thing a lot of times. And we hold on to things. This just popped in my heart. If we had the grip on God's grace, like we have the grip on the negative things that people put in our life, man, what a day we would have. If I would grab hold to the promises of God, like I grab hold to the negative stuff that people put in my life. Woo, come on, man. That's a good word right there. I'll say, man, you know what? I ain't believing that. I'm not going with that. I'm going to go with what God says. And we're going to get into what God says in just a minute. You say, well, buddy, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. You know why? Because I talk about it with a lot of people a lot. Over and over and over. Phone call after phone call. Email after email. Thing after thing. Because you know what? We buy the lie. But you know what? Isn't it amazing when somebody else says, man, you know what? That's not you. That's not the case. You know? It doesn't hurt to encourage somebody. But I tell you what, what did David do? David would encourage himself in the Lord. He would build himself up in the Lord. When everybody else says, no, 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 grab the word and say, you know what, this is what God says about me. You know what? And, and really, you can use it as a positive. I remember when I was playing in the bands, and, and this I remember this to this day. I was a young guy. I was 14 years old. I was playing with guys that were 25 years old in the band. And I was learning stuff and learning different things and, and getting with it and stuff. And I remember this guy said, you know, you, you're not playing this right. Well, man, well, that was my whole world right there at that time. I mean, what do you mean I'm not playing this right? Oh, you're just doing this and this. And, this. and I went home and I kept playing and everything, put my feet to, to the fire. Now, let me tell you, when you don't read music, this is what happens. You have a record player and you listen to it over and over and over. And then if you've got an eight track, you listen to half of this song, half of this. I could learn a little bit of Free Bird, a little bit of Saturday Night Special, and Peace of Home, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Then it would switch again. It would go around and around and around, you know? It's not like now you could just, you know, get the tablature and all these things. What I'm saying is, I put in the time. And I went back and I said, well, I'm going to go back and I'm going to prove them wrong. What we do now, we just go, yeah, I guess you're right, and fold up. You know, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess I really am what you say I am. Because you know what? It doesn't take any energy to do that. It takes energy to believe. It takes energy. It takes faith, right, to jump in there. I'm like, man, you know what? I don't want to hear that. Whatever. You know, and it's amazing. And I thought about when we got to finally play the Coliseum, I said, where is he at now? Right? But then I would have had to tell him, yeah, but we just played in the little dressing room in the back of the Coliseum. <laughs> God has a way of humbling you and stuff. But I said, we played in that Coliseum, right? We played in the back where they have all the barbecue sandwiches being made. You know, but, you know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just being truthful about it. You know, you think about those things. Because I remembered what that guy said when I was like 14. It's not a bad thing to remember what somebody says. It's a horrible thing to let that drive you bus. It's a horrible thing to let that hold you down and hold you back, all that. Make it a positive. Look about. And you don't have to rub it back in their face. That's part of the maturity thing. As we grow in Christ, we go, you know what? Uh, you know what? I'm a long way from where I need to be. <laughs> but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Right? Aren't you glad God takes you right where you are? Amen. You know? Over and over and over, I talk to people. Man, we got to clean up and get everything. We got to get everything right. Going to church, going to do everything right. Do everything right. Oh, my goodness. And then you stump your toe and start cussing on the front porch. Right? <laughs> you know how it is. It's like, oh, my goodness. I almost made it. You know? Isn't it good to know with Jesus, you just don't almost make it. You're more than a conqueror. I love it, man. I love it. And that's why people say, are you always excited about Jesus? Yes, I am. When you take somebody that has a lot of back... Yuck 
Is that a possible word or something like that? Background, trash, not good. All those things, right? The things that you do not want on this page right here, right? And God says, I love you so much. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Fresh start. Yeah, but you, you didn't forget about that little bubble right there, did you, Lord? What about, look at that little teeny right there. Forgiven. Man. And guess what? Then you get saved and you never do anything wrong again, right? I thought that would be a good place for everybody to say, what? You're right. We're still a work in progress, but it never changes your destination because God says, you know what? Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Let me tell you what. Things happen in people's life and we fall short, right? But God never falls short. He's always interceding on our behalf. It should be encouraging folks today because I know that we missed the mark. I got a mirror, but I know that God never misses the mark. And he's more than we, gosh, how do we get our mind around that? It's so, it's so amazing. Man. But I tell you what, I think the doorway to that is, is giving forgiveness and receiving forgiveness. I want to go back to that. Over and over, I think about that. I said, you know, being bitter doesn't make you better. Anybody ever felt better by being bitter? You might think for just a second. Yeah, man. Yeah. How many? Don't raise your hand. Have just lost their mind, flew off the handle, broke stuff, everything else, and go, now I got to fix it. <laughs> so now you feel worse. And, and the enemy is going like this. I got him. I got him now. Look at there. You know? And, and, and we don't need to do that. But when that does happen, I didn't say if. I said, but when that does happen, know you got a loving God that's willing to take you back even in the midst of that. But you know what? If we're filling up, I'm convinced we don't have to go that far away from God. Stay close to God. Amen. I was talking about the bitterness. I said, you know what? It robs you. It ages you. It will make you a only. It will make. This is my own words, right? It will make you a lonely old buzzard. There you go. I don't think that's King James. That's Buck Road translation. And it strips your peace. It shackles you to the past. And it diverts the purpose for what God has called you to do. And I was writing that down last night. It sidetracks you, side you from God's best. Man, if, if, if I were, people say, you're going to be a preacher. <laughs> but is going to be a preacher? There's people that still do that. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I go, I'm going to be a preacher. No, I'm going to tell what God shared in my life. Only thing God's ever asked me to do about preaching is this. Tell them what I've done in your life. And tell them I'll do the same in theirs. I'll forgive you. I'll set you back on the path. I'll use your life. Man, you, you know the, the biggest thing that, that I think in life, as I'm getting older and talk to many people, maybe on their deathbed and everything like that, is that many times people feel like they've wasted a lot of time on things that didn't matter. You know? I don't want to do that. I think that would be the most saddest thing in the world to be on your deathbed and to know you might just have hours or days or whatever or minutes and think, man, I blew so much time. I didn't tell everybody I loved them. Love y'all, by the way. <laughs> I can't believe I spent so much time and I worked overtime and everything else. And now all the money's gone. We know you got to work. We know you got to provide for your family. I, I can't believe I didn't, I didn't tell my friend in the third grade I really appreciated what they did. I can't believe I, can't, I didn't tell my dad thanks for fixing my bicycle. You know, all this, I, I don't want that. You know, when I'm at work, I was somebody say, hey, man, can you do this? Right. I'm the boss. All right. On, on something. I said, can you do that? And they go, yeah, man, no problem. I go, well, thank you. And one of the guys said, why do you always thank us? 
And that's our job. I said, don't it feel better when I thank you? He goes, yeah. I said, what do you say? He said, thanks. <laughs> you know, it didn't hurt anything. You know, it just, just putting those words in the tone, in the place to encourage people. You know, I said it before, life, man, is all about Jesus. And he gave to give us that abundant life. How many people believe forgiveness is an amazing, amazing tool of the Lord? Yeah. How come we don't use it that much, right? If forgiveness was a screwdriver, I'd have that thing wore out. Man, we need that. So let's keep on rolling here. Know who you are. Mm -mm -mm. The truth breaks the shackles. I said, thank you, thank you God, man, that you do that. And it says, you know, the Bible says in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And notice it says, the truth. See, truth brings life. God's truth brings life. So many times we would rather sidetrack that than believe it. What else? That's going to help somebody today. I'm telling you, God fights the battles. Aren't you glad God fights the battles? Sometimes you feel like you're right in the middle of it, but I'm going to tell you what, you're never alone. I was listening to a testimony the other night. I listen to a lot of stuff and read a lot of stuff before I do the messages and trying to fill myself up. And I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. This girl gave a testimony. And she had been, uh, she'd been a young girl, real attractive lady. And uh, she was working like a waitress and things like that. She just was trying to go to school, couldn't make anything work. And so a little at a time, somebody introduced her into dating an escort service. You can see where this thing is going, right? And then it was this and that and this and that and this and that. And she, she became a prostitute and she was making tons of money, all that. And she grew up knowing the Lord. She said, I would even, before I would go somewhere, I would say, Lord, protect me. She said, how weird is that? And I'm going to get to this part of the story. And she said, finally, when I hit my rock bottom, and she said, I just called out to the Lord, Lord, help me. She had been beat up. She had been drugged up. She had been slapped around. All these things. All, this year. all those years. And when her testimony, the girl began to cry. And she said, and I called out in the midst of one of these. This went on for years. Right? And she said, I called out, Lord, where are you? Help me. She said, just as me and you were talking here, she said, the word Lord whispered, said, I've been by your side the whole time. Come home. Wow. That's amazing. And when she realized, she said, I drugged the Lord through some places. I went on some things, all that. And when he whispered in my ear, I've been right here the whole time. Come home. She said, wow, that's amazing. Why do you tell us that story, buddy? Because you know what? There's things in our life when we go, man, surely, surely God wasn't with me in this situation. No, you took him with you. That's hard to, that's hard to stomach sometimes, isn't it? But for a loving God to say, I've been right with you the whole time. I'll never leave you. Come on. Come back home. That's forgiveness. That's amazing. That's God fighting the battle. And that's victory in Jesus. Amen? That's a victory in Jesus. Over and over, I said, man, isn't that something? It's just finished. I said, he left nothing undone. He held the course. He finished the race, and we win in Jesus. One of the things I'm going to bring it to a close here in just a minute. 
So now, who are you? Think about that. Now, who are you? If I was to ask you, well, tell me who you are. Well, I'm Connor and Ruthie's baby boy. No, that ain't what I'm talking about. Well, would I just say, well, I'm a preacher at uh, Keep the Promise Worship Center. No, that's what I do. Right? No, I work out of here. I do. Well, I, I, what would you say if somebody said, hey, who are you? Would you be able to say this? Man, I'm a new creature in Christ. <coughs> Think about that. Our spirit is created in the image and the likeness of God. I've got a few things I want to read here. You guys can write these down. It'll encourage you. Put them on your sheet here. You're complete in Christ Jesus. You're righteous in Jesus. You're in right standing with God because of what Christ has done. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're a child of God and a joint heir with Christ. There's no lack for you. God supplies all your needs in every area of your life according to his riches in Christ Jesus. You have the mind of Christ. You have the anointing from the Holy Spirit and you know all things. How do you know all this? How do, how, how do you get all this? You find out what God says about you at his word. You find out what God says about you in his word. If you keep your Bible closed and your ears open to the world, the devil will take your lunch. He will tell you how you don't measure up and everything else. Moms and dads speak life into your family. You might not even realize it. You know, let me tell you, that's something else. As the boys are getting older and stuff, I, I, I see what I've planted in them come back. You know? Wow. Wish I could weed eat a few things because they didn't always do it right. But you know what? God, take that and grow it right. God, take that and fix it. You know? Working on a few things. I had a guy tell me, he says, you know, he says, you know this world, you're bringing kids into this world. He says, I've got kids. And he says, you know, I love my kids when they got here. He said, but you know what? If I'd have known what they'd been going through, I just don't know if I'd ever even want to have any kids. I said, man, that's kind of sad. No, look at this. Look at what they got to deal with. And yesterday, my big boy calls me up. Dad, what you doing? I was knee deep in stuff. I said, nothing. He said, you want to ride with me to go get some pavers for my yard? I got a lot to do, but I said, yeah, come get me. Come on, man. So he gets me, and I said, well, we got to go by Tiny and Tim's and go over there and everything. We're doing a few things, and I got them driving all right. I said, show me where you work, man. Take me where you work. Takes me down here, shows me where he works. I said, I want to know where I can come get you just in case I need you. So that's good. We go looking around. He gets the pavers. I get the cart. He loads the pavers. I hold the cart. He pushes the papers up. I go get the truck. He loads the truck. I get in the truck. See, I'm telling you, when you get older, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah you can handle it. <laughs> but what, what am I saying about all this stuff? And I thought about what that guy said. And I thought, wow, I'm sure glad I got my children. That's awesome. You know, you know sometimes he, in, in a friend of mine, so I, I talk to a lot of people and they go, you know, sometimes I just want to ask people, are you really happy? Are you happy? I was thinking yesterday, ask me, ask me, ask me, am I happy? Oh, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. You'd have, think, you'd have thought, man, that I hit the lottery, man. You know, it's real cool. You know, Jesse started driving by himself. 
And so me and Denise leave and I go around the block and go behind him, make sure he's driving right. I did. <laughs> actually, 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 I thought I was going to have to go back to the bathroom. Mom just says, come on, let's just go to the store. So I went back, but I did follow him. So I'm following him. I said, look at that, man. Look at what he's doing. I taught him that. I thought that was like that. What's he doing? You taught him that. No. <laughs> and I thought, man, isn't that great? Sometimes it's hard to let off the reins, man, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it's crazy. But I was like, you know what? I pray over them boys. You pray over your kids. I pray over our church family. All those things. In my habit, yeah. I want to see them do good. I want to see them do great. And guess what? When they don't, I'm still going to love them. I'm still going to pick them back up. I'm going to say, you know what? That probably wasn't too cool. Yeah. Hey, do you think that's bad? I'll tell you what I did, but your mama said I couldn't. So here we go. Keep walking. You know, when you look at those things, know who you are. You know what? Pour out who you are in Christ, in your family, in your job, in your church family, with other folks, with your neighbors. Pour that out in whatever you do. Because I'm going to tell you what, it's important. Let's bring this back on to a close. Yeah, I'm very happy. You know, I, you know what? I love being a dad. I love being a dad, boy. And I think, think about this. I wonder how much God loves being a dad. Come on, man. You know when you're out there, you say, I just don't think I can make it. You make it across there. And he said, I told you you could do it. Yeah, but I just don't. Oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Man. One side note, just had a little image pop in my head. I remember when the boys was doing soccer. I think it was Tom. They're doing soccer and stuff. And I don't know nothing about soccer. And we pull up at the soccer game, and there is a mom screaming and yelling. Not bad. She was just excited. Her boy was kicking it. She was like, oh, Junior, you're doing good. And I told Denise, please, if I do that, take me out. But that's how I feel inside. That's my boy. That's it. That's good. Woo, yeah. You know, I think about my dad, boy. I go, I walk up, he's bragging on me. I'm going, stop. Stop it. You know? He said, I just love you. I just love you. You know what? Maybe there's people here that maybe, maybe their parents didn't brag on them. I'll tell you what God does. God does say, so you're amazing. Whew. God says, I love you. Well, I guess he loves me. No, no, he loves you. Look at the cross. He loves you. Man, that's something else. And, you know, we, we say love so easy these days. But I just love the milkshakes at uh, Chick-fil-A. Y'all remember that when I get this new surgery. <laughs> Angela calls, how you doing? I said, bring me a milkshake, please, right? I, I, I just love those things, right? But see, we'll just, oh, I, I, just, I just love that truck. I just love that guitar. I just love this. We, we throw that out. And then we say, well, yeah, I love you. Do you really? Do you really love me? Because if you really love me, that means you love me when I'm not my best. Right? That doesn't happen to y'all, right? That means, that means when I'm snoring, you love me. That means when I'm late for supper, you love me. When I say everything else is this, 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 and I do something totally different, you still love me? God does. Man, that's amazing. That's what the Bible calls unconditional love. That's amazing, isn't it? Wow. <coughs> So why would you think that God would take that from you? The Bible says God is, is good and God gives good gifts. Right. We are not on a performance-based level with God. Aren't you glad? Look at this guy. Look at me now. Woo, doing good. Look at me now. Oh, 
Uh, he don't love me no more. Wouldn't that be terrible? Where's the peace that passes all understanding if I, if I just can't, I can't keep, you know, love. Look at this, Lord. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this, Lord. Bring, bring, bring. No. On your worst day, God still sees your best. I want you to hear that. Moms and dads, I hope that that's how we can be with our children. And he said, well, you know, I, I haven't done that yet. Well, today's a new day. You can start. Because I can tell you this. I don't care how old I get. You can call me anytime you want and say, hey, I, I care about you. It, it, that won't hurt my feelings. Won't make, it won't hurt my feelings at all. I'll put everybody else on hold if you think you're going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to write a phone number up here. <laughs> but think about that. Isn't it, isn't it good to hear someone say, you know what? I appreciate you. You say, why are you talking about that? Because I think we've come to a place in, in life and in this world that all we hear is so much negative. On the news, on this, and all that. And it's right when you can just about reach what you've been searching for. And they take it from you. They, the world. Let me tell you something. God's not taking anything from you. He's getting everything to you. He's reaching out to you. And I pray that he's reaching out to you today through this message. I pray that today when we think about, you know, if you think you're plain Jane, I wrote down a few things. I said, you are far from plain and regular. I said, look at Joseph, Ruth, Esther, Peter. We talked about that. I said, God can use what appears to be simple to be extraordinary. Man, if you don't see it in anybody else, you can see it in my life, right? But guess what? I see it in your life. I see it in your life. Where's my phone? Can y'all see this? Can y'all see that right there? See that picture right there? You ever seen that? What is that? Where did it come from? Who? My amazing niece painted that. That's awesome. Everywhere I go. I said, man, look, Heather did that. Heather did that. She gave it to Thomas, but I, I see the picture. <laughs> Thomas and Alexa got it on her wall. I go, wow, that's awesome. All the time I said, baby, what you working on? What you working on? I want to promote that gift. I mean, man, everywhere I go, I see it. Look, look what she can do. Look what she can do. And you know what? If she did a stick man, I said, look at what my baby can do. Because I love her. But I also see that's something she has a passion about. When you find somebody in your life and you have somebody in your family, you have somebody that's a friend that has a passion. Man, fan the flames on that passion. You want them to be everything, man. That's awesome. And all of, all of them are so talented, man. All of the children are so talented with stuff. Nicholas can remember stuff. Man, I tell you what, he could probably go get a job at, at, at O'Reilly's right now. No, you need a 1974 filter for that thing right there over there, BR549. I asked him something. He goes, no, 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 no. They changed that in 2005. I didn't know that. He's right on, but he loves that stuff. God's blessed him with amazing memory. You know? What is it that God's given you? I'll tell you what God's given you. He's given you some loving arms to run to in the name of Jesus. He's given you grace. He's given you grace, forgiveness, mercy, love, protection. He's given you a fresh start. Let's praise the Lord today. Father God, I thank you so much for what you do. And who do you think you are? You are that great I am. But Lord, you tell us that we're more than conquerors on you. 
And I pray today that you know what something said, maybe one of the crazy little stories, maybe something else, just enough to nudge the hearts of your children here today and woo them back to you, to encourage you. No matter what they're going through, I hope that they can see that in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Father God, I pray today that you take this message and make it so much more than what I could ever make. I pray today, Lord, that though I was blind and we could see now, you've opened our eyes to such great promises that you have for us. And I pray today that you know what? That maybe folks see things just a little bit different than they did when they came in. Maybe they had a heavy load on them when they came in here. Maybe they had, you know, something that just only you can, you can work out. But I pray today through something that was said, through the songs, through the music, maybe through a handshake, a hug, maybe somebody trying to make you smile. I don't know. I, I pray that they felt your love today. But most of all, Lord, I pray that they saw that your son today. I pray that they heard your word today. I pray that they never give up on themselves because you never give up on anybody. But today I pray that they receive that. How do they receive it? How do I receive this, buddy? How do I receive this, this love, this eternal life that you talk about in Christ? The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That means, you know what? That our punishment that we deserve for missing the mark, the Bible says all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Jesus said, I'll pay that. I've paid that. It's done. It's finished. So let me ask you a question. If you were to die tonight, do you know for sure you spend eternity in heaven? Well, I don't know. I hope so. No, it doesn't have to hope so. What I just told you is God's word on that. He says, whosoever called upon the name of the Lord will be saved. He has that unconditional love for you. Think about this. Break it down to its purest form. Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. If that's you today, pray with me. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Lord, today I'm putting my faith and trust in you. The finished work of the cross, Lord. I know you love me. Forgive me. And Lord, I thank you for forgiving my sin. That you today don't leave here today without saying, you know, buddy, I prayed that prayer with you today and I just want you to know. Why? Why? Because we want to rejoice with you. If you're here today and said, yeah, I know that, but I've blown it over and over and over. Yeah, I'm a believer. I put my faith and trust in Christ. Well, guess what? You're in the right place. We've all messed them up. But I'm going to tell you what, today's a new day. And today, the freshness of God's love is still available. So receive that. Start fresh today. Tell somebody that you love them. And most of all, believe who God says you are. And look it up in his word. Page after page, verse after verse, God echoes that out to your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right.